don't matter what your name is Share your story, we'll be waiting for What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining For the Haters podcast. This is a sister channel based off of our YouTube channel. Uh, so please go check us out on YouTube For the Haters. So today we have a special guest, Jill. But before I do my introductions of Jill, I just want to kind of go around the room and introduce everyone else in the room that you'll hear speak throughout. First, we do have Laura, who is our writer for our channel in general. Um, so if Laura, you want to say hi? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So that's Laura. Uh, next we have Devin. Uh, Devin is our videographer and editor for our channel who does all the filming. Um, he really does the grunt work. So Devin, if you want to say hello. What's up everyone? Um, and then also we have Liv, who I don't know if will be on all of our episodes, but she'll definitely be around. She helps uh, with all the video filming and the editing as well. Uh, so Liv, if you want to say hello. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Super excited to be here. Thank you for giving a little bit more <laughs> than them. so <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, so today... Uh, we have Jill, um, and just to give you guys a general outline of what you can expect from this channel, we're going to have different guests every week that are off of our YouTube channel, and we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the topics that are discussed there to get a little bit more personal and, uh, you know, to have like a more fluid conversation. So if Jill, you want to jump in and introduce yourself and give everyone a background of who you are and, you know, they can't see you, so... <laughs> Sure. So what you can't see is that I am in a wheelchair. I've been paralyzed from the waist down for about two and a half years. While I was on vacation in Mexico two and a half years ago, I ended up falling off of the third story balcony that my friends and I were staying on and broke several vertebrae in my back and ended up with a spinal cord injury and unable to feel or move anything below my waist. So I've been living with that for these past two and a half years and really just living my life to the fullest and really trying to get back to the same life I was living before. And a big part of getting back to that normal life was getting back into dating, (laughs) which was the topic of our YouTube. Yeah. So, um, what's awesome is that there's so much more to Jill's story in general. Um, she has a lot of aspects of her life that are incredible. Uh, the things that she does now, she does a lot of interviews with, um, she does all these incredible races that even as able-bodied people that we don't even think about doing. We'll definitely have Jill on more, um, but for today, the general topic is, you know, the dating life. You know, dating life in 2019 is terrible in general. I think everyone can attest for that. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it was also terrible in 2015. Well, yeah. Well, not for so uh, live in live in Devon date. So uh, we can't they can't attest for it. But dating in general, it's a struggle. <laughs> for everyone else. Um, so that's like basically what we're gonna be touching on now. I know that there's going to be a million other questions about Jill and her life. Um, but we hope to get feedback on those questions so that we can have her on again. Yeah. Um, to like, to get into the discussion of it, um, Laura, why don't you talk about your dating how, life? How desperately single I am? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, why not? 
So the past, I guess, maybe six or seven months, I've finally decided to take the plunge, so to speak, and join Hinge. I think Hinge is the only one. Oh, no, and OkCupid. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have a terrible time on the apps. Uh, granted, I don't dedicate the amount of attention that I maybe should to it, but I, I found it to be pretty awful. What has your experience with this been? I've been single for about five years now, and I was using Hinge and Bumble before my accident, after I had graduated college. And after my injury, I was bored out of my mind after spending two months in the hospital, and I had nothing to do at home before I went out to, went back to work. So I decided to reactivate my profiles and... I was really nervous. I mean, did you have any hesitation? Were you nervous, like, trying to go back into the whole dating life after your accident? Was there anything that you were, like, nervous about? I was super nervous because I had actually never been around somebody else in a wheelchair. I feel like most people can, like, attest to that, Yeah, I guess it's kind of like a... It's, It's actually kind of, like, wild to think about, like, how many people are in, like in a wheelchair but like how often do you see someone in a wheelchair right the people i have such a huge friend group now who are all in chairs but before this i can honestly say i've never been around somebody else in a chair which it's shocking to me because i had a beer olympics this past summer and i had an entire paralympic i had an entire paralympic team who were all in chairs that's incredible i would definitely want to see pictures from that That might be the only sport I would play (laughs) at this age. But I just couldn't put myself, I was trying to put myself in somebody else's shoes saying, how would I react if I saw somebody in a wheelchair on my screen? Would I swipe left? Would I swipe right? Is that too complicated? Does it make life too messy? And I really was having trouble giving myself an honest answer for how I would react. Mm -hmm. But I decided to come up with a really funny bio, and... Which was? You can go to the YouTube. Oh, If you want to hear her bio, check out the YouTube channel for, your, really for, for the haters. <laughs> really um, and I was really surprised by how many matches I got. Like, it was just as many as before. I was... Swiping left, swiping right. I was still letting myself be as picky as I was before. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, like I'm five foot nine, so I'm on the relatively tall side. So I've mm. always been into those guys that are a little bit taller, um, just so I can still feel like the little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's interesting. Well, to, it's interesting to think about though, like. I've never thought about it like that, like putting myself in the shoes. If I had seen someone in a chair, like would I have questioned it based on their ability or like by their like looks? Because obviously you're swiping right and left, like based on looks, you're not swiping by anything else. Um, I don't know though. Like I don't know if prior to George's accident Mm -hmm. or knowing you, if, if I would have like engaged or indulged in that, like, or I don't even know if it affects it now. Like, if I was single and in that position, like, knowing the, like, the complications, the complications that come along with it. Yeah. Well, well, Joe, I think you took a really positive approach to it. I think you took your 
situation and made it into your advantage. Like, I think you made it, like, a fun thing. <laughs> okay, like, yeah, yeah. The conversation starter. Yeah. Which is really cool. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good conversation starter. What do, you, what do you guys think? Like, as able-bodied people, do you yeah, think that, like... Yeah, what would you like, see if, like, if you saw somebody else if on you the were other single, side of the screen? Devin, well, I mean, I don't know. If... if I, I don't know. It, it, it's hard to, like, put myself in that situation. Like, I... You definitely want to think that, like, you would be like, yeah, of course. Yeah, you definitely right. want to be like, like, like thinking about like dates and stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, like, okay, what would, this look would like? like what would this look like? Yeah. Like, okay, do I live in an accessible house? Like, yeah. would I be able to help like uh-huh. get them up my stairs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or even, and especially like as a female and a male, like, exactly. right? like differently, yeah. right? Like as like as a female, if it was like lived, like say like you were looking at men and there was a, a guy in a wheelchair, like. You aren't physically capable to help him, right, other right, than right. like if you know. Right, some, I think that might be I mean, part the, of it too. Yeah, being able to like yeah. physically like yeah. help out. Yeah, like, I couldn't yeah. carry someone up my stairs like if they needed me to. Yeah, or if something <laughs> happened. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, I could give a piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> no way, I can't. <laughs> I have no upper body strength anymore. <laughs> That's no, ruled out. I, yeah. If you feel like you can't accommodate the person's lifestyle, and I'm not talking about just the patience for it, but if you physically feel like mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. conducive for yeah. that, then yeah, I would probably swipe left just because I feel like I'd be doing a disservice to that person's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know this is repetitive, but, like, dating sucks. Like, (laughs) like, dating really, really sucks nowadays. And, like, think, like, I'm not in that position, but, like, I see my friends go through it, and, like, it is terrible. Like, I would never want to be in the day of age of, like, this swiping mentality, this, like, where loyalty you should be thankful for for instead of it being, like, you know, that it should be there. Like, um, but, yeah, back to, (laughs) to jump back to, like, your situation you know tell us about like the first date like what like you well, know before that hold on i do have a question how quickly like into the reactivation of these apps were you like okay i'm gonna update everything to reflect my new self so i knew going into it that i wanted to show that i was in a wheelchair so you were honest right off the bat i, was I think that's right how you have to yeah, absolutely yeah. i absolutely I agree, you don't wanna... but some people are apprehensive. I'm, I'm not sure what I would do. I do. Yeah. I know girls who are in chairs. They're incredibly beautiful, and they've been on dating apps, and they only show headshots, right? Torso up, right? And they've had great experiences. That's like, so interesting. Really? They've like, had no. Would they just show up to a date like in? They in show the up to their like, date in the their wheelchair. Like, oh. It's like a surprise to them. It's like, a grand surprise. They have to be taken. I feel on. like that'd be There's like no way they're not. I know. I wouldn't know up front. I right? wish you could see so my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that I wouldn't have wanted to be put in that situation myself. Right. So I'm not gonna put anybody else in that situation. So I gathered all of the three or four pictures I had of me in the wheelchair because it's been two months and I've been in a hospital and it's been not very cute. Yeah. That wasn't your uh, headline, Josh? That wasn't your opening? Um, you with a neck brace on? Yeah. Playing so, in, in a hospital bed? I updated it with new pictures, came up with my funny bio, and started swiping and was... I'm still shocked by how many matches that I was getting. It was the same number of matches that I was getting before. Honest to God. I think it shows that you're like more confident about your situation if you're putting mm-hmm. it out there. Definitely. I mean, in the first place, like on your... I am. Your it took Absolutely. 
it definitely, looking back now, I feel like I'm more confident in myself at this moment in my life than I was before I got hurt. Hmm. Um, There's something really attractive about a person that exudes confidence in any way, shape, or form. So the fact that you're as upfront as you are about it is amazing. I mean, it's, it's almost like you have nothing to hide. Like, you're just, everything's all out there. And I think that makes you more confident. It like, does, yeah. Putting your flaws out there in, like, your biggest flaw out in a picture that someone has to swipe right to and accept before you can even right. talk to Absolutely. them. That's... Yeah. kind of a relief knowing that they already know they've like you they know some of your biggest baggage and you don't have to bring it up and talk you're obviously still gonna have to yeah, talk to about like, it, yeah but you don't have to like bring it up as a surprise to them that's a really interesting point because how many of us can honestly say that if we either presently have or have had dating profiles that our pictures reflect our flaws yes i can honestly say that I post my best pictures on my dating app because I'm just like, no, 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 like, you know, that's how I see myself. That's how I want to see myself. I happen to be captured at a great angle. That's what's going on. But, you know, how many people post without makeup on or without, uh, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, and I think in a guy's perspective, like, as, like, someone who's swiping and they come across that like Jill's profile it's like something different they're like oh this is interesting yeah I know more and so they they swipe right and and it starts like a whole conversation yeah and I mean and you're a beautiful girl that like and you see this beautiful girl on a chair and then you read this like hysterical bio and you're like oh like (laughs) like, this is gonna be this this will be good like and what's great is that you know that there's they're more likely than not swiping right because of your personality True. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of comments on how great a sense of humor these guys think I have. Um, you do. <laughs> but there's a good handful whose immediate reaction is, what happened to you? Why are you in a chair? What's wrong? Can you still have sex? <laughs> Off the bat? <laughs> Off the bat. The first, the first response that they have. Um, do you find that... I, I know that for... Every single person I've ever talked to in, like, is it the, like, quad or para community, like, the paralyzed community, everyone is different about, like, their comfort of people asking them about their sex life. You know, what is your take on the level of, like, is it appropriate? Like, do you think it's appropriate at least from your standpoint, and, and whatever is said, like, this is your point of view, this is your opinion, because not everyone is that, is the way that you are, and I, just from knowing you personally, too. So my sense of that whole situation, asking about somebody's sex life, as somebody who was a spinal cord injury, it doesn't make me any different than anybody else. hmm So if you went up to a, str- would you ever go up to a stranger and say, can you have sex? Like, can you still have babies? No, you would. No one in their right mind would ever do that. But if you were, would you do it to your coworker? Would you do it to your cousin? Would you do it to your best friend? Those are all. I feel like it's based on the situation. Um, like the person you have a relationship with. Yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. based on the re- relationship, yeah. and I guess my response was. Would be 
would you ask that yeah. to somebody who's able-bodied? It's, it is, this topic is so funny, to, not funny, this topic is so interesting to me, um, because, like, I get asked it all the time. It's, okay. like, a question that I've gotten asked probably 500 times, probably thousands really? of times by people is, like, how do you have sex? How, like, how does it work? Is there, who's the man, who's the girl? Yeah. So, like, for me, it's funny to, like, hear someone getting asked about their sex life and it not being a normal thing. So like, okay. so like when you say like, do you get asked about your sex life? Oh. Like, yeah, I do <laughs> a lot. Like all the freaking time. Like I can't have a conversation with a straight dude at the bar without them like asking me about, not that it's like directed towards the two of us having sex, but like. Whereas I feel like very few people approach Devin and Liv yeah. and are like, hey guys. Yeah, like, how, the, how, do, you guys, the how do you guys go at it? Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you, I've never gotten that question yeah. before. Yeah, so it's like, it's, wow, it's so I, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I don't know if I can relate because, like, I don't get mad because I'm so used to it. Like, I'm literally so used to people asking me about my sex life that, like, it's just like, oh, it's just another question that I'm like used to getting. Yeah. So for me, I've never had mm-hmm. someone randomly come up and ask me that. Um, I know for a fact that there are a lot of people who are curious. Mm-hmm. And actually one of the guys that I dated told me, several of his co-workers that was the first question they asked mm-hmm. when, he, of course. when they said yeah. he was dating somebody in a wheelchair um how does sex work like what's the deal with all of that and i mean to be honest it's really normal um uh, everything works the normal way still um how creative you want to be with all that <laughs> in their defense though i would not know the answer to that I'm it's not saying true. that I would, right. I would course, approach yeah, you it, and actually have the balls to ask true. that question, but I would be wondering it. True. And that's what Google's for now. <laughs> um, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. YouTube. Yeah. And, and YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> Check out our YouTube channel. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I it, honestly, that's probably like the one thing I do relate with is being asked those types of questions like sexual questions so jill you talk about how you meet these guys on on bumble or hinge um and you say that you have your 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 pictures there like showing i guess your situation how do how do these guys like take it do they take it with humor or or are they genuinely curious like how does it how does the the first conversation usually go some of the guys have been so funny i am like blown away by their sense of humor and i've like screenshotted some of the best conversations yeah, that i've had I would, I would over to, to hear okay okay let's pull them up <laughs> um so one guy said do you like lupe fiasco and i said mm, i can't say i've listened to him in a few years and his response was will if you and i go out it's going to be kick, push, kick, push, <laughs> kick, push, post. <laughs> the coast part really helps. <laughs> and then, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he says that's our instant regret. Like, yeah. instant uh, regret. <laughs> that's awesome. 
would be hard. Like, how much are you allowed to, like, say, say before it's... Right. But, like, I admire yeah. the fact that they put some the envelope. I respect some of the guys that are have, like, a genuine, like, they're funny about it. They're not jerks who say, can you still have sex? Yeah. Yeah. If, okay, let's say, so my pickup line was, I have some student loans, but you've got my interest. And his response was, crippling debt, you say? Yeah. That is good. That is good. Bravo. That's that's so awesome. Another favorite did you get paralyzed when you fell from heaven? Oh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> One said, I'm just going to address the elephant in the room and ask the question we are all wondering. Why don't you have a jetpack on your wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I like, it would never be that clever to like no. think of something. I, you definitely would be. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm beaming over these. Um, yeah. I wish men would talk to me like this. Um, One guy, we had been chatting back and forth for a couple days, and he said, so, is the wheelchair just for nights and weekends? (laughs) (laughs) Which which is a really creative way to, like, bring it up in conversation. Yeah. So I respected that. Man, whoever said Ferraris are the hottest thing on four wheels hasn't met you. (laughs) That's sweet. That's awesome. Okay, okay, last one, last one. I love these. We matched, and he said, it's really nice to match with you. Awesome. It it gets better, it gets better. (laughs) I said, and I was like, that was really funny. He said, I haven't heard that. Really funny? Missed opportunities. I I haven't heard that one before. He's like, oh, really? I'm sure you've heard it a thousand times before. And I said, oh, no, no, no. Most guys are too awkward to acknowledge it at all. He said, Really? I like it. Finally, a girl who won't run away when I try to talk to her. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. That's really good. Um, but yeah, so I guess like I want to hear about the first date that you went on after injury. How did you get there? Like how like cuz obviously you didn't drive. So f- my first day after I got hurt. Uh, it was almost exactly a year after my injury. I I had learned how to drive, but I hadn't gotten hand controls in my car yet. So I asked my best friend to drive me to my date, which was my first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> she drove me. She was so worried. It was it was she felt like my mom driving me <laughs> and she waited at the car outside of the car in the parking lot to watch me go up to the door and go up the ramp to make sure I can open the door by myself and go in. It was a paint night. Which is pretty creative. It's a creative first day, right? Yeah. Better than just a normal drink. Um, She waited until I got into the door and then I left. And we had matched on Bumble, I believe. And it was really interesting because he was in prosthetics for his job. So he knew. He didn't oh, have prosthetics. He, he no, his job okay. was he was a okay. prosthesis. Okay. Um, so he had made back braces for people with spinal cord injuries before. So we had a whole conversation about what kind of brace that my surgeon gave me after my surgery, 
and why he gave me that type versus another type. And he really explained it to me. So it was a really interesting conversation. I was excited to cool. have you that in person. About something about your injury? You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. constantly awesome. learning about all of it. It's really interesting. And he ended up coming in a few minutes after me. So it was nice because I got to get in there first, get a feel for the place, have this woman pull out a chair for me. Because, <laughs> you know, Put you it bring in a your car. own chair everywhere. And it was a normal first date for the most part. He talked a lot about the board games he was into, okay, which I wasn't the biggest fan of, I guess. Who plays board games these days? I love board games. <laughs> Yeah, so we didn't totally vibe, but and I was a much better painter than he was, by the way. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but it was a good overall experience. But for a first date, yeah, it went really well until the <laughs> end of it, where I had ordered an Uber to go home because I didn't want my friend picking me up at the end of the day I would have been mortified and I I had ordered the uber as we were leaving the bar and it I ordered an uber xl so that I wouldn't have to explain to the guy how to break down my wheelchair to get into the backseat of his car I was like I'll get an xl you can just throw it in the trunk no problem but it was like 15 minutes away so you had to like sit there so I had to sit there and the guy waited for a few minutes, and then he left. And then the Uber couldn't find me. He thought I was on the other side of the building in another parking lot, and I wasn't really familiar with the area, so I couldn't explain where I was. So it was like 15, 20 minutes of me sitting out in the cold in New England April weather. Wow. But then the Uber driver was wonderful. <laughs> he had he a whole Shout idea. out to Uber driver. He was. Yeah, he was great. Five stars. Plus a dip. Five stars. <laughs> uh, but for a first date, after all of this, it was not a bad experience. Nice little warm-up. So now with explaining your first date, let's hear about your worst date. Your <laughs> Oh, man. Your worst experience. Oh. All right. So... Worst date was this past summer. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we matched on we matched on Hinge, and we had talked for a few days. He asked me out to dinner and suggested a place up in the town that he was from. And one of the biggest differences of what I do for dating now versus what I did before is I always Google the place beforehand. I'll go on Google Maps scope out the venue, see if they have steps to get in, a ramp, what kind of seating they have inside because it's all online. And if I can't tell if they have a ramp, I'll call them. So I had to call this place and it turns out they had no ramps. It was only steps. They were inaccessible. So I had to let this guy know, hey, so stairs don't really work that well with my wheelchair. (laughs) Right? So... Do you have any other favorite restaurants in the area you'd rather go to? Mm-hmm. So it's just another place. It was fine. We met there later that night. It was a great date. And then I found out he had quit his job in finance to become a masseuse. Huh. And 
in quitting his job and he had to take a pay cut and move back in with his parents, which was a bummer because like he was in his mid thirties and I was excited to go out with like a little bit of an older guy who Mm -hmm. had his life together and out of this 20 something boy phase. (laughs) No false alarm. That would not be a false alarm. Totally untrue. I get a masseuse and a boyfriend in one person. I'm moving him. Do you have matter? Do you have? Do you have uh, his number? I think that Laura might want it. (laughs) (laughs) You can trade off that. I don't know if I would chop that up to a fail. So he, this is actually heartbreaking, but he got LASIK surgery, and it ended up affecting his eyesight. So that he, it like messed with his eyesight really bad. So he started like almost going blind. So he lost his ability to drive at night. No way. Yes. I just recently got LASIK eye surgery. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Hope not to freak you out. He no, was, it was he was not a, he was so not supposed to be a candidate. He wasn't supposed to get it, but the doctor did it anyways. Really? Um. So it was well awful, right? But of course, I would never rule somebody out by their disability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, he couldn't drive home, and he had walk either walked to the restaurant or Ubered there. And as we were leaving, he was going to get an Uber, but he mentioned he lived right down the street. So I said, oh, well, I'll just drive you. It's fine. I tried to be a bigger person, and he was really cute, so why not? So I showed him how to get my wheelchair in the backseat of my car, drove him right down the road to his parents' house, and... I'm still about it. <laughs> we, I pulled into the driveway... And at the end of the first date, he starts kissing me in my car. Fine with me. Like, it was a very nice date. Until I see headlights come up the road (laughs) into the driveway behind us. His parents came home (laughs) as we're making out in the car. So, like, we, we, we stopped that. And then he has to get out of the car and take my wheelchair out of the back seat. And put it in the front seat uh, for me. So that you can get it out so by yourself. So I can get it out by myself. Uh. <laughs> while his parents are right behind me in the driveway. <laughs> that family dinner was a little bit awkward <laughs> that night, huh? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that, That's was, like, that, was my wor- that was my worst first date. I feel like you've lucked out that that was your worst. It's true. That yeah, was your yeah. worst first date because I feel like, actually, oh my, I don't really have that many first date stories. But I feel like other people's first dates have been quite a bit worse. But did you meet his parents? No. Not at all. <laughs> they pulled, once I put my car in reverse, they pulled out onto the street and let me leave. Did you see him again after that? No. Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor guy. He poor called guy. me a bitch because I didn't want to go on a second date with him. What? So. He called you a bitch? Yeah, he said, so fine, be a, he said, fine, be a bitch. I don't think that's wow. a that was, with anyway. Yeah, that was a yeah. bullet dodge. So, um, Jill, so now you're seeing someone, like, regularly? I am. Is that right? Oh, she's so, talk, talk a little bit about this guy. Oh. Well, Becky's met him. I have met him. You guys met on um, Bumble. Bumble? Yes, we met okay. on Bumble. Mm-hmm. That's the his parents. He does not live with his parents. But it's funny. He lives in a very unaccessible place. He does, yes. Yeah. (laughs) So his 
condo is three stories. No elevator. <laughs> no elevator. <laughs> a lot of stairs. Um, so the first time I went over his place, he it was our fourth date, and he wanted to make me dinner. It's very romantic, so I got into the front door, and I see a flood of stairs. <laughs> and he was completely unfazed by it. He, like, he had no prep or anything. He didn't give me any warning, but he was totally game for... Whatever was coming. (laughs) So he just scooped me up and carried me up the steps and put me up on a couch while he went back downstairs and got my wheelchair and bumped it up the steps. That's awesome. Good man. Yeah. It was, and it gets even better because I went to go to the bathroom and I couldn't fit through the doorway. (laughs) So his bathroom was unaccessible as well. (laughs) Very unaccessible. Yeah. So I had to ask him to pick me up and put me on the toilet. (laughs) So to clarify, every time you have to use the bathroom at his place, he has to pick you up and deliver you to the toilet and then wait until you're done. And I have to call him him. (laughs) to like... <laughs> you should have, you should I just like a solid bell, like, yeah. Yeah. like a dog bell, yeah. like when, they're, when they're ready to go. But he seems fine with it so far. So, That's I good. mean, it, he he likes to work out, right? So, he, yeah, he he loves the gym. So this is just an extra <laughs> little workout for him. Speaking of having to use the bathroom, um, can you explain for us how exactly that works? You know, I think everyone when. I know when I see somebody in a wheelchair, one of my initial thoughts is, you know, how does the lower half of them function? So if you can shed some light on that, you know, whatever you're comfortable telling us, we'd, we'd love to better understand how it works. So every spinal cord injury is a little bit different. It depends on what vertebrae in your back that you broke and what level of your spinal cord was injured but for me I am a T4 complete injury so I have no feeling or sensation below my lower chest and that also means I can't tell when I have to pee so it's gotten to be into some trouble especially (laughs) trouble when it comes to drinking you know how once you break the seal it's a constant it's hard having to use, <laughs> yeah. to use the bathroom. Yeah. Not being able to sense it was one thing. And then the other thing is that I have to use a catheter to go to the bathroom. And I don't really have any full control over my bladder anymore. So <laughs> those three things combined have led to some bedwetting. <laughs> Especially with guys that I'm seeing. Same. Relatable. (laughs) Not the guy part, though. Yeah. (laughs) And they've surprisingly been really cool about it. I mean, I can imagine it's hard to be a dick about it. Yeah. Do you find, like, that it, like, does it make you, like, nervous to, like, sleep at guys' houses? Like, Absolutely. That's all that's on my mind. Um, So the first time I stayed with this boy, I knew I couldn't go to the bathroom until he woke up. And I was up for like an hour before he was. I was like, okay, I I know I should go to the bathroom. I know I should go to the bathroom. But I waited for him to wake up on his own. And I was like, it's trying to be cute. It's really hard to balance like being cute and flirty with... I'm going to piss myself. (laughs) Yeah, with all these 
like functional yeah. needs yeah. like yeah. that you have to rely on somebody else for I like kind of just waited for him to wake up and I was like oh, I think I should really go to the bathroom so I had him pick me up and bring me into the bathroom and I had looked back onto the bed and saw that I leaked a little bit <laughs> I waited to say anything until after I had finished going to the bathroom, had to call him back in to pick me back up again off the toilet <sighs> and said, I, I'm really sorry, but I think I peed a little bit in your bed. And I don't even think he responded. It just wasn't a big deal at all. And by the time he brought me back into his bedroom, he had already changed the sheets and everything while I was already in the bathroom. He's a keeper. That's amazing. Yeah, that makes it a lot easier. He was, yeah, so he wasn't even going to bring it up yeah. and mention mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's definitely a keeper. Whenever I go to his house, I just don't really drink any water <laughs> or anything because I'm so nervous. It's common, I know, in like the spinal cord injury scene of things that people stop drinking beer and stop drinking things that have a lot of fluid and just do shots a lot so that yeah, gets the job drinking done. Vodka. That's why you get drunk so fast. Yeah. <laughs> vodka on the rocks. <laughs> so we're definitely going to try to keep him around, right? That's my plan. We have I mean, I've, I've personally met him and I definitely approve. He's very patient. Like when you meet him, he watches. Um, I don't know. Like she probably notices because you're always aware of everything. But like he watches her from like a distance uh, to make sure that she's okay. Like if she, if like he's like away from her, like talking to like someone. Like for those can... who can't see, she's blushing. <laughs> yeah, um, you can tell that like he like looks over to make sure that. Uh, like she's okay with whatever he's she's doing. Yeah. Good, good. Um, and and it's weird, like because he doesn't have an experience with someone. So that was one of the things. That's actually what, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we were actually talking about that before. I haven't asked him before, but I have like a little little inkling that maybe he's Wait dealt a with second. this before. What if he has like a wheelchair fetish? And like he only dates girls in wheelchairs. <laughs> oh my god. That's a thing. Well, yeah. First of all, maybe that would be a bad thing. thing. I guess. Yeah. That would be a bad thing, right? Well, why haven't you asked him if you've ever dated someone in a wheelchair? Because I'm in denial. I don't know. I mean, not that I'm it would be. special. Work. There's not a lot of girls. <laughs> I'm, special. Not, I'm the special one. There's not a lot of girls in Connecticut. If not, like, I want to be friends. I'm trying to be friends with them. So ask him about his ex girlfriend. I'm sure she's in a wheelchair. <gasps> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're gonna have to keep us updated if uh, if you ask him about if he's ever dated, yeah, dated, someone, dated yeah. someone in a wheelchair. It seems like he's pretty experienced. <laughs> but we hope he stays around. Yeah, he seems. Like we hope really that guy. you're the special wheelchair girl that he dated. <laughs> Better be. <laughs> I'm sure you are. So Jill, I just want to like thank you for taking the time. You know, sitting down talking with us all day, and. To end this, I just want to, you know, jump back into just advice. You know, dating, like we've said multiple times, is hard. And, uh, you know. Please give me advice. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me your secrets. And by please give people, I mean please give Laura advice (laughs) on on dating. (laughs) Um, But yeah. I'm that fifth wheel again. Oh. I love a good wheelie pun. Uh, But yeah. So I guess my advice would be to just put yourself out there and own those flaws that you have. Some of them 
aren't as visible as mine are, but everybody has them. And really just having an open line of communication and being honest and having a really good sense of humor can really get you through anything and everything in life. And I think we can all find a partner who can yeah. bring out the best in us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just keep it rolling. <laughs> I'm, I'll be single forever. I'll be single forever. Don't you guys have anything you want to say? Not to throw you on the spot or anything. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, check out our, our YouTube channel, uh, our Instagram. Um, we do have a website as well. So basically, um, to give you guys a roundabout, we are forming like this platform to... Yeah, to have this like open conversation. If you guys have questions, we'll have Jill's story posted on our website. Um, you can ask questions on our YouTube page. You can ask questions here. Um, we have an Instagram. Yeah, Twitter. We just want to get Snapchat. people talking and and starting the open dialogue for all the hard topics and hopefully help someone out along the way. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do it for the haters. Do it for the haters. Do it for the haters, everyone. Boom. All right. Thank you for joining, everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Joe. For the haters, for the haters, come on to it now or later. Whoa. Don't matter what your name is, share your story, we'll be waiting, God, uh, uh, uh.